Are you looking for a podcast where you can hear from real people regarding their real dental drama? If so, then you've come to the right place. Join hosts Bethany Petty and Dr. Rena Kuba as we dive into the solutions we've created and the mistakes we've made while managing dental drama. Let's get started. Well, hello. Um, so a, I'll just jump in with the sad piece of news right now. You are stuck with me for this podcast. Me and me alone. Um, Bethany is sitting in the closet with me, but she was about to leave me. And I said, no, please, please don't leave. Um, she hit me with yesterday evening. Didn't even give me 24 hours. Um, heads up. She's laughing at herself over there that she's so pleased with herself. Um, I'm just telling the truth. Um, but yesterday evening she messaged me and said, Hey, when we podcast tomorrow, let's do a solo one. Like you solo. I'm like, I've never done a solo. Nobody wants to hear from me solo. Um, I don't want to hear from me solo. <laughs> Um, I do these podcasts to learn from you, Bethany. So anyway, uh, apparently last year, Bethany did a uh, top 10 or a something like that, uh, you know, tips. And she did a solo one. And so she wanted me to do the solo one this year for tips. And I was like, well, good grief. Okay. Um, I said, so we're going to have a two minute podcast. <laughs> so I don't know that I have any tips. So I have a chicken scratch of thoughts I had this morning as I was panicking to get here to the closet going, what are going to be my tips? I don't know that there are going to be 10 of them. There might be more or one big one with a bunch of little tips underneath that. So, um, Bethany, I'm keeping you in the closet here to, um, I guess, keep track of how many and, if I get off, if I get off track, you, you need to just get me back on track here. So, okay. So I guess the, 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 again, the topic was supposed to be my year and trends and how am I getting ready for next year? Like, how are we wrapping up the year? Okay. So you're nodding your head, which means that I understood the, the task, right? Um, and so I think for me, I'm not usually very, um, organized with all of this. It's just these random thoughts that come into my head. So maybe that's, this is good for me. Is that why you're making me do this so that I'm a little more organized and make it less work for you with all my harebrained <laughs> thoughts that come your way? Um, so, so some of the things I guess that I think about here at year end, um, really, I guess the overlying theme is just preparation and taking a minute to think about the things for next year. So for example, I guess tip number one would be um, thinking about what do we need to put in place for next year? So I guess that's the overlying theme is like the schedule. And um, I know, you know, especially if you've just had your practice for a couple of years, you've not really had to think about this because some things just like pop up but then you get to a point in the practice where you're like, shoot, I wish I had planned this a little bit better for next year because the whole just fly by the seat of your pants because you don't really have a trend because you're so new, like that phase is over and you haven't really realized that that phase is over and you find yourself a lot more going, shoot, shoot, why didn't this happen last year? Well, why? Well, it's because you've got more patients in your practice now or you've got more employees in your practice now and so these things just kind of evolve. So some of the things that I would say that um, I think about looking at now for next year um, would be number one, trainings. So 
again, when you're a smaller practice or not as busy a practice, you kind of just go, oh, well, we can train at any time because we're not, we, we have more time. And suddenly you may have found yourself going, wait a minute, we, we were supposed to do emergency training. Drat, we didn't carve out time for that. Um, so looking at things like that, like how often, you know, I think in the state of Texas, you're supposed to do emergency training once a year. I feel like that's, um, you know, again, that that's the rule, but it's probably more helpful to do it more often. Hopefully I'm not the only practice that has turnover throughout the year. So suddenly you find yourself going, wait a minute, these five people know what to do. We've done emergency training, but these two newer people don't know. Like when they onboard, we've shown them where their emergency equipment is, but have we worked together as a team to talk about this is your role, this is your role, this is where you find this, this is when we call 911. You know, like they've seen it all on paper, but to actually practice, they've not done it. So in our office, we like to schedule, um, you know, at least twice a year, if not four times a year, um, emergency practices. And I feel like a lot of times we go, oh shoot, it's June and we've not done it. So I think looking ahead to go ahead and put those events in the schedule. Um, so I think um, emergency training drills was was one of them. Um, the other thing would be a um, strategizing your schedule now to look at next year, for example, school holidays. Like in a pedo practice, that's really a big deal. But even for general practices or ortho practices, perio, et cetera, like when are times that you see this year that patients seem to come in, this year that patients seem to fall off, and can you put in blocks accordingly next year in your schedule? So I guess this is point number two, looking at strategic scheduling um, for when might you maximize your schedule? Um, so for example, I think last year I looked at, um, we noticed that the day before most schools hit their holiday break. So the majority of the districts in our area last year were getting early release on Thursday and Friday, you know, like uh, right before the Christmas week. Well, we worked yesterday, which was early release for my kids. And I think going off the year before, I was assuming that that was going to be a busy day this past Friday. Well, I was wrong. This past Friday was dismal. I'm like, why do we have all this staff here? Why do we have two doctors here? It was useless. And I think the schedule just fell apart because of Christmas parties. Um, and I should have done a better job looking at what districts were going to be off early because the year before most were. This past year, it was just my district, my kids' school district. And so I, they had, so for example, my kids' school on the Thursday had their Christmas parties on Thursday and they were getting early release on Friday. And I assumed that was everybody else. Well, I should have taken a minute to look more carefully at the schedule, probably back in November or October to go, oh, wait a minute, it's not all the districts. That day is probably not going to be super busy. Maybe we could have done our Christmas party that day. Um, so things like that, like looking at strategic. So for example, in Texas in April, we have star testing. So a lot of parents aren't coming in because they're stressed about their kids testing. Um, and then patients aren't coming in in a pedo practice or an ortho practice because it's star testing. So maybe looking at that going, well, maybe those would have been times to see babies. Like if the dad's going to worry about the kids and star testing, the moms can bring the babies, and maybe we don't need as much staff then. And so anyway, 
strategic scheduling is what I'm looking at, which brings me to my third or fourth point, whatever number I'm on now, is this is where we've talked about more recently in some other podcasts that we've done. But when you look at strategic scheduling in terms of when you shouldn't, shouldn't be open, the next thing is, could you do some other team buildings those days? So um, normally I would have said, you know, the Friday before school holidays that seem to be very busy for us or in our practice, you know, a lot of patients that go to India or go back to Europe or go back to Africa, like I've got a very multi ethnic practice. And so a lot of times that those couple of days before break hits, a lot of people are already taking that time off and traveling. Um, And so we have been busy. Well, this year we weren't. And so maybe trying to look at that trend for next year again and seeing, um, could I have done some team buildings, team trainings, um, things like that, or looking at the trends for other holidays in the year to see what where does the school schedule line up um, to see when we've talked about making sure you're doing uh, team appreciation events or looking at CE and taking your teams to CE. So the, I suppose there's not a lot of continuing education in December, but if we're looking to do some free ones and looking at some webinars on the BioLays website, the Oral-B website, the Diode website, etc., things like that, the Uh, I'm sure um, all the other laser companies or all the other um, veneer companies and blah, 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 implant companies. I think there's a lot of things that maybe we could have done at the end of the year that, um, or, or even throughout the year that we're blocking off times for, for example, in May, we know that um, TDA is going to be back in May again this year. So maybe we're looking ahead and going, can I go ahead and put these blocks in the schedule now to make sure we get our team buildings in, our team trainings in, our team continuing educations in? Um, okay. Another thing that I am looking at here too at this time of year is uh, fee increases. And I strongly believe to do those every year. So that occurred to me. I think we start getting those, um, you know, the new CDT coding, which then to me is my trigger to go, oh yeah, we need to raise fees. So I want to say it was about a month ago that I reached out to my AR person. I emailed Bethany. I emailed the, um, uh, you know, the front desk team to say, okay, we need to be thinking about raising our fees effective January. And so which fees are we increasing? Are we increasing all of them? Is the person who's going to update that in Dentrix? When are we doing that? So we are ready to go for January. It's really tough when in January you go, Oh shoot, did we increase our fees? And then now you're trying to catch up and it, it's a bad look for patients to suddenly now you're raising your fees. So um, we try to do it every year. And that's one thing that we're looking at at this time of year. Um, the other thing that I look at at this time of year is I've got it on my to-do list is looking at my policy manual. Um, and so I guess if everybody's on their own cycle of policy manual, you know, maybe you look at your policy manual every March. Um, for me, I try to do it at the beginning of the year. Um, I don't know why it just seems to kind of make sense, um, for, for me to do it, but are there things I want to change in the policy manual? Are there things that came up this year that I'm like, I don't want to get caught in that trap again. So let me go ahead and look at the policy manual or are there updates we're making, et cetera. So um, that thing, that's one thing that's on my to-do list to go ahead and, and start looking at. Um, 
Another thing that I want to look at is our goals meeting. And what I mean by that, like leadership team, or at least Bethany and I, um, and if you don't have a Bethany, so what are you doing to sit and carve out time, you know, two hours, three hours, one hour, whatever you need to say, okay, what went well this year? Um, what were trends that we looked at? What stressed us out this year? And so I'm not the brainchild behind that. Bethany, you introduced me to that concept. Um, but what, what did we like about this year? What stressed us about this year? What do we want to keep? What do we want to change? And so getting that meeting on the schedule to brainstorm all of that, we always do that every January. And it's always, we get at least one or two takeaways that are very impactful for the year just by sitting and brainstorming. And I, I strongly encourage, don't just let it be you. Pull people from your team, from different departments of your team. Um, and maybe they all don't need to be a part of the meeting, but maybe have a paper they fill out and, you know, here, put down what you think went well or didn't go well, or open time up in your schedule to say, hey, I need you guys this week to pop in and come talk with me for about five minutes to tell me, you know, what what would you like to see for this year? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? Um, and a lot of times, you know, you would think you'd get a bunch of like riffraff. I usually don't. I usually, I mean, every now and then somebody will say, oh, it would be nice to have every Friday off. Yeah, that's not happening. Get out of here, right? But, <laughs> um, but there are things that come out of it. I, I would say every year there's something that come out comes out of something somebody said that I'm like, oh, that's a great aha. Can we turn that into something this year? And um, so, so tap into your team would be the one thing. But the other thing, please take time for yourself to to kind of reflect on the year. And you know, other than production, obviously, but what are other things that you would like to see happening in the practice? Um, so setting up your goals meeting, I think is a, is a great, what number is that? Six, seven. Okay. Seven, seven. Cool. Okay. I'm up to seven. Great. Um, so seven tips. Um, and then the other thing that, uh, I don't like doing and that really chaps my hide, but I will put it on the list is looking at raises. And I don't really like to do raises at the end of the year because I don't want my team to assume they're going to get a raise then. But I do want to look at when did we raise them. So I guess if you're if you do do yearly, then you, there's the answer to your question. It's okay. I raised them last year, so what am I raising them this year? But I think looking at do they deserve a raise? They think they deserve a raise. So I guess trying to come up with w really looking at what did they do to be a productive member of the practice, and if there's somebody on your team that you think. Heck no, that person's not getting a raise. They're lucky they still have a job here. Um, so if they fall in that boat, then what can you, what can you quantify and say, okay, well, how could this person be better? Let me find one thing, two things that could set up a goal and try to retain them on the team, assuming you want them retained. But I guess for me, I look at it as when, when was the person raised last? How much were they raised by? What can I do to not just make it seem like, oh, this is your yearly raise? Like, I've, I want to tie it to, well, you did this this year, and I expect you to do this this year, so where are we with all of that? Um, and I think now more than ever, with the economy and insurance changes, and bottom line, I think we're all seeing, or a lot of us are seeing, that um, there's less production being made despite all of our efforts, whether that's insurance paying less, um, so we ha we've had another podcast about this. Um, so all of that to say, it's hard to look at and go, gosh, another raise. 
Um, where is that money going to come from? But at the same time, I can't afford to lose another employee. And when things get better for me not to be able to keep up with the demand of things getting better because I've lost an employee and now I'm going to pay the same to get a new employee who doesn't know my systems. Um, so just looking at all of that, I guess it's a, it's a murky thing and I hate looking at it, but I've, I've recently reached out to my accountant and gone, okay, can you send me the list of when people last had their raise and what was the amount of the raise from the year before um, and what can I do? Now, this ties into my next one. What was their effective uh, rate? So what do I mean by that? You know, if their hourly compensation is $22 per hour, but I do a 401k match, we do um, bonuses, what was their paid time off, what was their vacation, like all of that. Um, and our my accountant, Chris, has um, created this amazing table for me that I can kind of, you know, he puts in the numbers that he sees from their uh, payroll side. And I can then look and say, okay, your hourly was 22 and your effective rate, though, was 24, which may then... Um, you know, that absolutely affects what I want to raise them to or not raise them to. Um, and then, so that's point number nine, is um, scheduling those compensation review meetings. So they kind of go hand in hand there, but um, looking at to see, to to me, reminding the employee, yeah, your rate might be 22, but look at all this other that you're getting and hopefully you have that. So if you don't have that and their their hourly is their hourly, then I would say you maybe need to look at it at a little different angle um, and see where you can look to, um, maybe your raise needs to be more, which again, I think a lot of us are going, where is that going to come from? I don't know. You need to look at that. You need to look at your budgets and your what you're paying out and... Um, this is where we need Bethany in on this to give us some ray of hope and sunshine because reality, Rena is really sticking it to you here. Um, but I'm just being for real. Like this is where I'm kind of looking at and going, okay, but whether I like it or not, I've got to figure out a solution for that. Um, and sadly, I think I'm going to leave us out at nine. Let's see. Can I pull out one more, one more? What other thing do we want to do? Oh yes. No, hold on. I do have one more. I'm going to hit it to 10 here. Um, take care of you take care of you? What are you doing to take care of yourself? Do you have a vacation plan for next year? A staycation plan for next year? Do you just have one? Because if you just have one, you're going to burn out, my friend. So what are you doing to um, kind of tying into the rest of these tips? What are you doing to strategically look out and carve out time next year and think about those times that you know you get burnt out. For example, I know I get burnt out after the summer because we've just pedaled to the metal in a pedo office. We are crazy. Where do I need time to carve out to make sure that I've got admin hours? Put going ahead and blocking those in the schedule. Where am I getting a temp doc in? Where am I where am I seeing that April's gonna be slow and it's gonna be star testing days and I'm blocking that in the schedule now, like this is where I am. Maybe I'm not going anywhere. Maybe I'm going to sit on my porch in my hammock with a glass of wine at 10 a.m. just to like veg out and relax a little bit, uh, going ahead and planning those times now um, and, and letting your staff know. So that way they know too that they get a break at that point. Maybe it's unpaid, but a lot of them could pick up um, 
uh, temp hours or whatever it is. But I guess the point is take care of you because I think a lot of times by the time we realize we're burned out, it's hard to find that time to carve out. So try to look at the trend now to say, where do I know I'm going to need a pick me up day and block those now for yourself? Because that's the word, you know, if the captain sinks, your whole ship sinks. And so really, I think that's something that I used to be really terrible about. I can be terrible about still like, I can't take this time off. I need this. I need this. I need, um, but you crash and you crash hard. And then I think that's where we tend to see, um, either, going, I'm selling the practice, uh, peace, I'm out. And so take care of you. I guess that would be the most important tip of all. Take care of yourself and carve out the time to do so. Okay. Did I hit it? Are we done recording? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for joining the conversation today. We hope that you are comforted in knowing that you are not alone, but we also hope that you're walking away with some really great tips and tricks to try in your practice. We value your feedback, so please take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Finally, we want to make sure that we're covering the topics that matter to you. So track us down on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and let us know what topics you want us to cover. As always, please know that we are rooting for you today as you manage your dental drama.